Hello, you're listening to Done, the weekly podcast about how good structure at work simplifies our life in so many ways. I'm David Stjernholm and I have devoted my working life to exploring how to become more productive by means of excellent structure. What I find, I share in this podcast, in my books and in my talks that I give to a wide variety of organizations. If you want me to come to your work during 2018, email me at david at and we'll talk about how to make that happen. Today's episode is about what verbs to avoid when writing to-do tasks. When we formulate what we have to do that we will not do immediately, a good way to appropriately limit the to-do task to a size that makes it attractive rather than something we postpone is to include a verb in every task. Call is a verb, write another. Email is one, and register yet another. I have in a previous episode discussed the impracticality of choosing tricky verbs such as fix, get, or make sure since these particular verbs can in fact hide entire projects rather than be something we do in a single go. If the task is too big, we might take a look at it, think to ourselves, right, we need to get a new client, and then just move on in the to-do list and choose a task that can be done immediately. Because we want to tick something off our list. I recently worked with a client who made me aware of a seemingly small but still treacherous verb trap. Most of us work with tasks and roles that involve others in some way. Either we meet, check in with, sit down with, or discuss something with others. And even if meet indeed is a verb, the question is if we are wise to formulate the task using it, such as meet someone and discuss something. We want to keep our tasks as action-oriented as possible so that it becomes easy to decide when to do what. But if we are to be successful in meeting someone, the person in question needs to appear at the same place as we are in at the same time. It is hence more likely that we encounter one another if we have made an appointment. Wouldn't you then agree that make an appointment with is the more appropriate way to phrase the task in this case, or perhaps even suggest a time for a meeting? These details might appear insignificant and trifle, but believe me when I say that it is often the smallest things that make life difficult, something I see proof of often when working with my clients. Do this. If you want to avoid falling into this ambiguous trap, skim through your to-do list right now and check for two things. First, that you have included a verb in every to-do task. Second, if you have chosen a verb which you might want to exchange for something else for any of your tasks one that is only dependent on you doing something in order to tick the task off your list. That is, suggest a time instead of meet. Or one that more clearly defines or describes what you will do, such as call and tell her rather than involve or anchor with. If you choose your verbs more carefully and thereby make your to-do tasks more distinct, you will be tempted to get going with the thing you wanted done when writing the task down in the first place. Instead of having a list full of musts and ambiguous things or events that will or might happen sometime soon, you will have made the step from writing a task down to getting it done a whole lot smaller. You will spend an extra second or two thinking of what verb that would best describe what you need to do, but in exchange you will waste considerably less time when you're up to speed and want to move on with getting the next task done.
Have you noticed any other disadvantages ways to formulate our to-do tasks? Write to me at david at and tell me about it. I am always happy to be made aware of all the ways in which we make life more difficult than it needs to be so that I can make my own life easier and help others do the same. I am curious to hear of your observations, so feel free to get in touch. Thank you for listening to this edition of Done, and welcome back next week. 